This week, we'll be talking all about awful video game endings, be they disappointing, controversial, or massively shite. We also enter into a Cockwart sporting event, and Ryan gives us a hot injection of surprise. Let's get this blow on the chode. Welcome to Shark Select. Yes, welcome to Shark Select, the gaming podcast equivalent of reaching the end of the episode but not hearing anyone say, yeah, bye. I am your after credit secret host, Winstolf, and I am joined by the shocking cut to Black Ryan and the drags on forever like Return of the King's ending, Stu. Hiya. Hello. Welcome. So, yeah, audience, before we get into it, sit back as we get a tight grip on the episode and shoot hot ropes of comedy all over you. Because it's going to get that sexy. So yeah, today's episode is all about, as we said, right at the top there, bad endings in video games. Because there's so many of them, isn't there? Yeah. There's when you've been playing them, you enjoy the game, and then you just feel fucking deflated by the end of this. Like, what the shit in dicks was that? Before we get into the episode proper, guys, I've got a meaty bit of content for to talk about. Do you remember the X-Men cartoon from the early 90s? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, with the sick theme tune. That one. That's fucking well done, wasn't it? Well, I've noticed something whilst I was watching it the other day on Disney Plus, right? There's an episode where it had Cable in it. You know, who the fuck is Cable? That guy. And there was a bit where he was about to go into the past to do some, as usual, do something a bit controversial and uh, annoy the X-Men. When uh, he's, he's, he called to his son, right? And you heard the kid's voice. that like, oh, here comes Cable's son, the kid, right? But what walked on the screen was a really small, buff, 30-year-old man with a kid's voice. <laughs> Not even really? joking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? What episode is it? Oh, I don't know. It was, um, it wasn't Future Past. It was the one starring him and Bishop after that, where there's a plague and they have to go back to try and stop a plague that makes you have little chips all over you, like off a computer. <coughs> <laughs> and Cable's like weird gr- tiny buff grown adult son came to him <laughs> and I was like what the dickens that wasn't in Deadpool 2 <laughs> oh it was so funny I nearly fucking choked laughing <laughs> try and get a picture fact, of it oh I was too busy laughing I, I didn't think at the time it was only afterwards I thought oh I need to mention this on the podcast it was amazing and it was followed by an episode with a big green bloke with dreadlocks who was in the, some spider legs and he, it was like a weird comedy episode. I didn't care for it at all. Um, he was like, what was he, you think he was called Mojo? Oh, yeah, I think I remember that one. It wasn't It wasn't a good episode. It was so when he, get, he captures the X-Men, doesn't he? He makes them fight in like an arena or something. Yeah, like a TV series thing. Yeah. Because he has some guy called Longshot with a sick mullet who he fires and then gets the X-Men to do it. He's like, what the fuck is this? Come off the back of a really good episode as well. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, it did go a bit weird, some of the X-Men episodes. Yeah. The thing that still makes me laugh, apart from Cable's weird son, the other thing that makes me laugh is that <laughs> whoever voices Storm makes it sound Shakespearean. Everything she says sounds like Shakespeare. Oh no, we must get to the Blackbird immediately. <laughs> what? 
It's like, shush. Like, she couldn't stealthily summon the weather conditions. She's like, come forth, storms to ravage thine enemy. Shut up, Storm. We're supposed to be in stealth mode. <laughs> <laughs> Say, it's not as funny as Cable's weird son. <laughs> need to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. <laughs> like Buff on me. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's the same. I get the idea it's the same people using the same assets. Yeah. Um, it's just really funny. It just made me lol. Also, how much of a goody two shoes cunt is Cyclops? Oh, he's a fucking asshole. <clears throat> I never noticed it in the 90s, but watching it back, I'm like, oh, he's such a fucking shit eating bastard. Like, oh, Professor X, I'm the leader. Look at me being so responsible, mate. You wear a yellow undies outside of your outfit. Shut up. Because considering his like special power is beams of lasers from his eyes, he's fucking ripped, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a fucking monster, isn't he? Yeah, it's a fucking like, unit. Yeah, he is. It's just like what? The... I mean, don't get me wrong. Wolverine's still cool, and uh, my favourite character Gambit is still cool, although he is a bit rapey. Never noticed that until watching it back. Yeah, and he's got a face sock on, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Weird face sock pushing your hair up to the top of your head. <laughs> a snood. <laughs> the ex-snood. But yeah, there's a bit where he walks in, the rogue's asleep, and he's like, uh, oh, watch out, oh, Mancherry. Yeah. Mancherry. You, want me to, you want me to give you a kiss? It's like she's asleep. Don't fucking kiss her. That's, <laughs> that's not consensual. That's fucking rapey. <laughs> and then Gambit got sacked from the X-Men for sexual harassment in the workplace. It's like, that's not cool, man. And one final observation before we got with the pod- podcast. How luxurious is Magneto's hair under that helmet? Yeah. Wish I had hair like Magneto. Fuck. <clears throat> Mate, you're hiding your best asset under that under, under that lid. Yeah, he needs a fucking Gambit hat, doesn't he? <laughs> sock. Yeah, <laughs> Gambit sock. That's right, it's <laughs> With Jean Grey, she's got one too. She's a goody two-shoes cunt. And all, oh, I'm Jean. oh, never mind. Don't even get me into it. We're supposed to be talking about bad endings to video games. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um... On from that, let's jump in. Let's get our knives and forks and carve into the meat of the episode. Uh, unless you're a vegetarian, then you can watch. So, <laughs> I don't know what I don't. That There's metaphor a lovely was yam. Some... There's a lovely yam. Yeah. You can have. <laughs> Here's a nice boiled yam. <laughs> also, that's the content for the episode because uh, obviously we cater to everyone here on Chart Select. Unless you like that Weetabix advert, which we talked about in pre- a previous week ago. So. Now, first on the list is Mass Effect 3. Can't Fuck think of that controversial. Yeah. Go on, who, who wants to talk about that? I will. These are the these are my ones here, aren't they? So, Mass Ooh, Effect yes. 3. Um, after they bigged it up saying, you're impacting the first game, will have an effect in the third game, and so on and so forth. I was like, fuck, how's, it gonna, how's the endings going to work? And it's just basically palette-swapped colours, depending on what you chose. Be it... Paragon, Renegade, or the third option where everyone becomes like robots, uh, then all explosions were either green, uh, blue, or red. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> oh, and Joker, Joker landed on a random planet with that ED robot that he was having sex with. Yeah, and she's either dead because all the machines died, <laughs> and he's on his own, and yeah. it's, uh, and it's like, but it's like it just picks random sidekicks that come off the off the ship. That survived. Yeah. You're like, what about the other ones? Oh, I'm not so telling you about the other ones. So Seth Green masturbated himself to death on an asteroid somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's it. With his with his brittle bone disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a shit ending. Remember the after loads of pressure, they improved it by adding a two second scene of a of, of an arm coming out with some rubble. It's like, oh, nice one, Bioware. That solved all the problems. Ooh. 
Fuck so, that, yeah. that ending was gash. Um, <laughs> i got a few more that I'll read out. The ones I can think of. So, apparently, I don't know whether this is true or not, because I never <laughs> got that far. But in Sonic 2 on the Game Gear, if you fail to collect six Chaos Emeralds, the game will end early and kill Tails off. Can confirm, because it was the same on the Master System version. <clears throat> I remember watching my dad complete it with and without the Chaos Emeralds, and it's true. The end of this Sonic running alone with the night sky behind him, and at the end he just stops, looks up, and you see Tails' face made of stars, and then he runs away. <laughs> and it's like, wow, that's deep. <laughs> runs away from him. <laughs> no, Tails, I'm sorry! I'm sorry, Tails, I'm sorry! I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to get rid of the memories! Uh, if you do it with the Emeralds... Just running around with his bum plug. <laughs> yeah, he, he, put, he puts it in himself. Whenever people ask him, future is like, don't ask. <laughs> I lost my best friend to Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> but yeah, in the good ending, you are running with Tails at the end. Uh, and yeah. No, is, it Dr. No, is it Dr. Robotnik's face in the sky instead? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Robotnik, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kill you. I'm just supposed to teach you a lesson. At the end, as he runs off, a piece of industrial equipment lands on him and crushes him bloodily. <laughs> He's like, oh, Sonic, help me, help me. He's like, oh my god, Dr. Robotnik, I'm sorry. And he's trying to pull him out, and then he just dies. He bleeds out. So he tries like, to pull no. him out, but he just pulls him in half. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, no, I'm sorry. And he tries to graft him to a badnik, but it doesn't work. He's like a sick abomination, just like, kill me. <laughs> With, like, those clothes and alien events. Yeah, like those clothes and alien resurrection that yeah. you have to mercy kill with a fucking flamethrower. <laughs> Uh, that's what happens, Ryan, genuinely. That's the end of the game. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one I put on was uh, Fable 2. Because uh, it's all good about the moral choice and everything, but the choices you get fucking suck. It was like, you can either take a load of money because you're the bad guy, <laughs> or save every single person that died, or you killed along the way, if you're a good guy, or... The ending that everybody chose, otherwise you're all a bunch of monsters, is resurrect your own family and dog. Well, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? It's like, so, and then it's like, <clears throat> oh yeah, you can't have the other stuff. So like, if you if you like being a good guy all the way through, you end up with everybody is back to life, but then you, you're all alone. It's like, ugh, I'm not playing this game again. The thingy mm. was shit as well. The one in Fable Three, when you find out <laughs> that. The whole reason why your brother's being a dick <laughs> is because there was some fucking evil entity coming to take over the world. Oh my god! Yeah, and he was why kept keeping just... it secret from everybody, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, and like, yeah. So then you have to do all these decisions. Like, do you want to put money in the treasury because you need to save three million so you can have enough for an army to fight off the invaders, or do you want to fucking not let orphans have a house for a week? <clears throat> They'll all be dead anyway. Yeah, well, how about... Yeah, but then everybody about, hates you, don't they? <laughs> yeah, how about everyone fucking dies? Why don't we just, why don't we just say, like, look, right, we're being going to be attacked in a couple of months by this fucking thing. And everyone be yeah. like, oh, yeah, fair enough, let's all put money in the, in the treasury. Yeah. Mm. So exactly. instead of doing that, now I've got to go around, <laughs> rent every single fucking house in the world, put their rent on high, and then spend a couple of days going and collecting all the rent to fill up my fucking treasury. It's like, fine, yeah, I'll Basically, do just put your own money in there, so there's like... yeah. Is it boiled down to one one gold is one human life saved? Yeah. So, <laughs> so you filled it up, yeah. put all your own money in there, and you end up with like yeah. fifteen million in there and stuff. Yeah, that's it. Like, and then you can just be, you can be an asshole, take all the bad decisions. <laughs> people boo you, and you still don't, you still save every single person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why By being a tyrant. 
<laughs> Why couldn't King Michael Fastbender just go around and incre- increase the rent on everything? He could have solved yeah. it so easily. So, All I need shit. to do, <laughs> I need to do, is have a big speech. Go look, guys, it's going to be a tough six months, but lich, trust me when I say there's an evil entity coming that's going to wipe everybody off the face of the earth <laughs> unless we knuckle down and pay some money to some people to kill it. The only real evil, evil entity in the Fable series is Peter Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, watch the Peter doom fox web of lies. Yeah, it's like he just panicked and went fuck, close the orphanage, uh, kill the dogs, shit. Um, what was he doing? <laughs> what? What was the ending to Fable One like? I never played Fable One. What was that ending like? Yeah, Jack of Blades or something, isn't it? Yeah, that was it. You kill your sister, or um, you don't kill your sister. So he does this big evil quest to get this sword that only works in your bloodline. And then to get the sword, you have to like someone of your bloodline has to die. So that's why he's kidnapped his sister all these years. And then you get there, so then you kill him, and then this, your sister's there. Like, so you can either take the sword and kill me, or leave the sword, and then we'll be happy family. And that's hmm. it. That's a bit. At least that's a bit more reasonable. But the thing is, though, like you, you get the sword if you're evil. Say you get the sword. Uh, it's like it's the end of the game. So there's no more big bad. Anyway, so you've just got this really powerful <laughs> sword that you don't really need. <laughs> just walking around waving it at people. But if you get the if you get the add-ons, then is you, it Fable One where you, you age know. really quickly? If you're a good guy, you age quicker than if you're evil. Yeah. Yeah, but doesn't it just do like a time jump? Uh, no, no. Just you play a character ages. Everybody else stays the same. <laughs> yeah, no. Like but there's a time Skywalker. jump, though, isn't there? Yeah, I think when you're in, when you, in, you get you go to rescue your mum from Jack of Blades and you get captured on the way out and it's like it goes through about four or five years as you do in these prison race if you remember oh, yeah. you have to get and you have to get there get the key read the bloke a poem and then try and collect the key from the right book and it's always this wrong book <laughs> and then so it's like ten years later but everyone still looks the same except you I've got a theory here guys Star Wars is set in the Fable universe Anakin Skywalker aged really quickly because he was so good so that's why he tried to be evil, because he was trying to stop himself aging too quickly. Oh, yeah. Makes more sense than the reason Star Wars gave us. Yeah, midichlorians. <laughs> Little people yeah, yeah. are living your blood. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that the answer? Midichlorians, yeah. Yeah. Why, really why, why, they, why they kept all the other actors the same in the first one, rather than... No, that was just the, how they explained the force. Midichlorians. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Little but, yeah. aliens that live in your blood and give you special powers. So Revenge of the Sith had some good moments and it had some bad moments and he's killing younglings was definitely up there with the worst of them. Now there's a bad ending for you guys. <laughs> Although it, it was cool when he cut his legs off so he gets points for that. Speaking of stories that go on too long and maybe have too many entries in them now Ryan, what about Metal Gear Solid 4? Yeah. So it's a complicated story. Thank you, Hideo. And the whole the whole liquid ocelot, er, my arm. I'm now liquid ocelot rather than ocelot with liquid. Oh arm. yeah. <laughs> but he was just like, it's like what? So, <laughs> liquid's mind was saved in his arm rather than his brain. <laughs> That's where I keep my mind. Yeah. <laughs> do you um, um, liquid wanked off ocelot. Oh, do you reckon that's the connection? It wouldn't be gay then, would it? Come here, Ocelot. But yeah, well, not just in his sleep, just wanking him up. No, stop it now. He wakes up. Yeah. He wakes up, chapping and yeah. fingering his own bumhole. Li- yeah. Liquid. <laughs> Sorry, brother. Um, <laughs> You're not my brother. That's no, fine. 
<laughs> but like also what made me laugh trying to play Metal Gear Solid 4 because I was enjoying it is the it's like it's two old men fighting on top of Metal Gear at the end yeah, <laughs> for ages for ages it's like yeah it's, it's trying to replay the glory days of Metal Gear Solid 1 um, where you fight with liquid on the top but instead it's liquid ocelot and he's giving all this yes brother and all that shit again <laughs> and then you defeat him and then you have to watch an hour long rendered video what happens in it I can't remember it was an hour long so I, I think snake, I finished it a ra- graveyard or something oh yeah it's a grave yeah. I remember that yeah a big boss is there isn't he he survived he's alive big along boss. with what's his what's his chopper from snake eater the British dude zero yeah yeah, but it's like um, I think I've completed the game at like say eleven o'clock at night, and then the or like twelve, and then you've got an hour long cutscene to end. You're like, oh, it's fucking one o'clock. I want to go to bed. <laughs> I never finished that one. It got a bit too much for me. I was like, you know what? This is my step off point for the Metal Gear franchise. I'm done with it. Well, I remember watching Ryan play it, and then I was on I was on the PC, and I just kept turning around and was like, this is another cutscene. He's like, nope, same one. No, same. I remember, yeah. Because we, 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 I used to like obviously come around your house when you both still live with your parents. So Stu would be on the PC probably playing Warcraft or Football Manager. So I just used to sit and watch Ryan play Xbox games. And I do remember like nearly nodding off watching him play that one. Nah, those were the days. Anyway, next on my list. We've got Batman Arkham Asylum. <coughs> Batman. Yeah. So the idea is you trapped on this uh, trapped on Arkham Asylum Island with the, the choker, oh, and yeah. it's a countdown to something's happening at uh, X amount of time, and you can see stuff being built throughout the, the day. You get there, and he's like having a party. Oh. And then you defeat him. He's like, no, I won't let you defeat me. Me starts stomping and shoots <laughs> himself in the face. With some Titan formula that makes turns him into a mutant, like really buff thing. It's like Bane sort of thing. Bane's power. The Bane Joker. The Baker. Yeah, yeah. The Baker. Baker, yeah. <laughs> Jane the Baker. Jane the Baker. <laughs> Brilliant. And um, it turns into it's just a three stage repeating boss fight. Where, and then he interludes by summoning minions at you. Oh, so he's just so essentially, yeah, he comes really buff, and then he's fighting and he stands in this outer reach area, summons minions. You defeat the minions. He jumps down. You dodge him for a bit till he gets tired, <laughs> and then he starts gloating. You pull him down with um, your grappling hook, punches punch him for a bit, and then he jumps out of the way. Summons minions, rinse and repeat three times, and then they <laughs> defeat him. That's crap. Fair play. So the choker, the world's famous masturbating evil clown, turns into Jane the Baker, is what we're saying there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a shit boss. I like Stu says I hate ones with minions where they keep summoning in fucking minions as you go in. Minions and um minions and resurrecting um health. Oh, like yes, bringing the health back up and cheaper. When you think you're just about to kill him, and they do something, and it, mm. they get a second health bar. <coughs> yeah, exactly. 
That's not even my final form. Fuck that shit. Yeah. It's like the last boss of Resident Evil 3 was the same. Uh, the nemesis, you fight the nemesis in the big arena and it keeps summoning zombies in. It's like, fuck off. And that's a <laughs> giant fucking, like, elephant sized mutant trying to massacre me. And these stupid little shuffly bastards keep trying to bite me last and trying to dodge around it. It's like, fuck off. So, yeah, fuck that noise. Right, last one for me was uh, Fallout 3. Oh, yes. As controversial as that might be. But the original release, you went into the chamber and it made you kill you, go in a chamber full of rads, and then you had to kill yourself. And then that's where credits rolled and you died. There was no, like, nothing to continue afterwards. Credits rolled yeah. at the end. But, yeah, there like, wasn't really any explanations why you had to go in there and forks couldn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, you had, most people had forks there with him who is immune to radiation because he's a super mutant. Yeah. Send him in, and he's like, <laughs> you ask him to go in. He's like, no, no, this seems like it should be something that you do alone. You're like, <laughs> like you cheers, cunt. Fox. You fucking, <laughs> yeah, you, you prick. What a fucking cop out, you lazy bastard. <laughs> oh, you like being a cunt, do you? <laughs> Jack, he was like, I can't, I, I don't like it in there. It looks a bit too claustrophobic. I've got to make them die instead. <laughs> yeah. And then that, yeah, that's it. The credits roll, and then the, it, I think it was like this. Was it steel? Steel Legion. Brothers, yeah, Steel Legion. Oh, yeah. Brothers of Steel, isn't it? Sorry. Brothers of Steel, but the DLC is where you could carry on from you, where you <laughs> survived it. Yeah, because they gave you a massive blood transfusion. Like, why don't you just make Fox direct? <laughs> yeah. So that, they, they were my few. They were, yeah, sucky endings. You're like, oh, what? We had some good ones there, Ryan. I, I agreed with all of the points. I think, yeah, definitely. I've got a few. Do you want to hear mine? Yeah. <clears throat> number one the first one that comes to mind Mafia 2 so here's what happens at the end of Mafia 2 right you've, uh, you've, you're in big trouble because you've been a naughty boy and uh, you've been hunted by the Mafia at the end and your old, your old mate Leo Galanti drives up and gives you, a, gives you a chance to redeem yourself you go up to the observatory and you uh, blow the fuck out of Don, Don Falco whatever his fucking name suck is suck him off yeah you have to go and suck him off but before that, you have to shoot him. Vito's like, I don't know, boss. I don't want to suck him off. I'm a mafia guy. And he's like, I don't want to do that. But you have to. <clears throat> so you have to press A to suck. No. <laughs> That's his name. You have to go and suck off Don Falcone at the observatory. <laughs> so you go there. And he's shooting through all the mafia. And he's getting his lips ready. He's getting his lube. He's, getting, he's got uh, his chap out. Yeah, his chap's ready. Well, you, you have to press A to equip chap. Yeah. <laughs> And you get to the observatory, and there's Joe, your old pal Joe, your old buddy Joe. And uh, it's like, hey, Joe, you're not going to betray me, are you? And Joe's putting the gun at you, and he's like, oh, hell no, Vito. Because Joe got you into all this fucking mess to start with, because he's an insufferable, irresponsible bellend, who for some reason we're supposed to like throughout the whole game. He's like, ah, oh, don't worry, Vito, I'll help you. And then you kill Don, yeah, kill Don Falcone, and you and Joe suck, well, Joe fondles his balls while she suck him off. <laughs> And then after the credits, you get picked up in two cars. They bundle Joe in one car and bundle you in the car with Leo Galante. <clears throat> and it's like, Leo Galante's like, well done, Vito. We can get you out of here now and give you a second chance. And, so, and then the, the, the Joe car turns off down a different road. And Vito's like, hey, what you doing with Joe? He's my oldest pal. And that's it. <laughs> Leo says, he's not part of the deal, son. And then cuts to black. I know, it zooms out and it's like, it's best fucking zoom back in. It's best fucking yeah, zoom back right. in. Yeah. You zoom the fuck back in. You do not end on this shit note. And it did. It ended on that shit note. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? That was the worst ending I've ever seen in my life. After all that story building and character. And it's like, what the shit? 
What I will say is at least it explains what happened to Vito in Mafia 3, where you find him again in New Bordeaux. Uh, and it he- heavily implies that Joe was killed, and good fucking riddance. Until at the end, when... Well, I won't spoil it if anyone's not playing Mafia 3, but there's a potential that Joe might be in the end, but it never actually talks about it. He's just kind of there, maybe. But yeah, fucking Joe, I'm glad he died. Hey, come on, Vito, it'll be easy! And then you get shot 50,000 times, and the cops stick a steel dildo up your ass. What? It's just a potential theory that might oh, okay. it's a secret. It's, just, it's the secret mission. Did you not play that one? No, no, it's good. No, no it's a good one. Vito's like, I've been shot 50,000 times, Joe! They've got a steel dildo! Help me! And Joe's like, hey, hey, he'd be the funny, goofy cunt in the back <laughs> with his Hawaiian shirt. God, I hate that man. <laughs> so, moving swiftly on, from one uh, open-world crime game to another, very controversial, this one. I suspect you two might tell me off of this. GTA Five. Well, the, last mi- the last mission of that game was fucking horseshit. It's like, oh, we have to go to this guy's mansion and uh, get him. And there was no drama. There was no build-up. He just showed up at the mansion, shot some goons. Then there was a cutscene, and then they pushed the car with him off a cliff. I never did the end is where you kill each other, because why would you do that? It's the only way they all teamed up at the end. <clears throat> yeah, it was such a disappointing ending after such a long game. Yeah, you could do a mission where you went and killed Trevor, couldn't you? <clears throat> or, or Mike. He could choose to kill either, couldn't you? Yeah. But I was like, nah, fuck that. They're, they're the main character's not going to kill him. So no, I just kind of uh, teamed him up at the end <coughs> with Franklin. But like I say, it was just a shit ending. I didn't give a fuck about this guy. It was just some annoying like Silicon Valley parody. Like some chummy tech cunt who you pushed off a cliff in a car. It's like after Think of Red Dead Redemption 2 and how dramatic that got at the end. Yeah. GTA 5 was nothing. Didn't GTA 5 ending came out of nowhere as well, didn't it? He's like, oh, you've got to kill Trevor or Mike now. What? Yeah, that's right. Because it kind of engineers them falling out. Yeah. Right at the end, it's like... Because they make friends after the North Yankton bit, <coughs> when they go in the snowy place. It, st- it starts when Trevor uh, tortures that guy, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. And then, like, like, a couple of missions after that, you have to go and kill one of them. Yeah, it's that, it's that, that torture mission was fucking edgy as well. <clears throat> nah, that ended with shit. Come, come at me, bro. Uh, what, do you guys agree with that? Well, it was alright. It tied everything up in a nice bow, I guess. And a little and it, bow. And it, and it give you, it give you a, a pointless choice, because I'm sure nobody, actually, first time round, chose and kept the ending where you killed one of the protagonists. No, why would you? <clears throat> That's fucking stupid. After GTA 4, I had such a good ending. It was like, what the fuck, man? GTA 4's ending was heartbreaking. That was probably... It was an alright ending, yeah. Oh, Depends who you chose, I suppose. But it's you when... either lost the love of your life, didn't you, or Roman got <clears> shot. <throat> yeah, that's right. So Nico, the big-hard Serbian gangster who never lets his barriers down, was finally falling in love with someone. And it's like, the way it was scripted, like it was like a proper romance, like it wasn't just sex and stuff. It's like, they're proper, like, slowly getting into each other. And then, at the end, some gangsters drive past and fucking drive by her. By accident, when they're trying to get fucking... Roman! It's like, what the fuck? That was sad. I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the other ending where Roman died was fine. But, yeah, man, that was that was a good ending. Not like GTA V. So next up is a series that Stuart Ryan know lots about, Final Fantasy. Yep. yep. Final Fantasy VII, right? <clears throat> Let me fill you in on the basic plot of Final Fantasy VII so you can understand the ending. It's about a, a squad of, like, cadets, like, mer- mercenary cadets. And they get the job, they get promoted to be mercenaries, and then they get into trouble with a sorceress. 
Uh, it turns out it's possessed by another sorceress from the future who's travelling, projecting her mind through time to cause miscreant naughtiness and cause an apocalypse by condensing past, present and future into one. Don't ask me how it works. Couldn't tell you. <clears throat> but uh, at the end, they save the day. You know what happens? What? After they save the day? They, uh, they have a party, which someone's recorded on the video camera, and uh, that fucking Bell and Zell nearly chokes on hot dogs like a cunt. <laughs> and that's the entire ending. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's oh, the ending. Pretty much. Oh, and there's a big payoff at the end because the main character, Squall, cracks a smile for the first time in the whole fucking what, game. What, because he's so nearly chokes on a wiener? <laughs> Probably. He's like, lols! Like, all he needed was to watch someone nearly choke on a weenie. <laughs> but he went through the game looking like a stoic Leonardo DiCaprio lookalike bellend, <laughs> never smiling, being all introverted. But there you go. Someone chokes on a hot dog. The end was pretty much Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> really not worth wow. the 100 plus hours I put into it, put it that way. <clears throat> so, next one. We go to Russia, the future. Metro Last Light. Remember that one? So you're playing the way. You're defending the fortress of D6 with your uh, ranger pals versus the like modern-day Soviet people who decide they want to bring back the Red Army for World War II for some reason. And uh, they have this plan to seize D6 and then they'll be in control of Moscow, basically, or what's left of Moscow. And basically, the bad ending is you get caught in an explosion and you die. But you save the day doing it, yeah? But there is a good ending where you live. <clears throat> and the Dark Ones save you. The Dark Ones. But do you know what you have to do to get that ending? You have to go through the game, look at every point of interest, so it goes, and flashes white on the screen. And you can't kill a single person. <laughs> Alright, but there's some points in the game where it's virtually impossible to get past it without killing people. Wow. Like, Yeah, like you'd be hunted down by several people with heavy machine guns at the end. And the only way you can knock people out is by stealth attacking them from behind. So how the ever-loving fuck am I supposed to do that? Just watched it on YouTube in the end. <laughs> and you and you know me, I fucking love Metro. But no, not happening. Not happening. <sighs> <laughs> that was shit. At least the good idea in Metro 2033 you can actually get. So, Assassin's Creed 2 next. And all I've written for this one is I'll read this as, a, uh, as I've written it. I was in quite a rage at the time when I wrote this. <laughs> you have a stupid fist fight literally with the fucking Pope. Yeah, you do, yeah? don't you? Because you, you have to go to Rome for your last mission, but Rome's like a really small map, and it's just yeah. the Vatican, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and then it leads to uh, Brotherhood straight after, doesn't it? And then you yeah, play Brotherhood right. where you take over Rome. But you have to go and have fisticuffs with a portly old man in a dress uh, in the middle of the Vatican. No, because I don't know. I don't understand any of it. Then at the end, there's all that metaphysical nonsense where you talk to some gods from the ancient times or whatever, and it's like Desmond Miles and Ezio's like, "Who is a Desmond?" And uh, yeah, and then Vito comes and sucks him off. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Don't worry, we're from the same Put country. Put my chap yeah. away. I was born in Sicily. What you gonna do about it? Get your chorizo out. That's Spain, I know, but. <laughs> And salami. <laughs> and the salami. I go down to the bar, I smoke a cigar, I have a salami, I'm gonna suck you off. And then Etchio's like, no, I don't want to suck me off. And then, yeah, that's the end. <laughs> and the Pope just watches Put like, the my chaponi away. 
pony. <laughs> <laughs> and the Pope just shrugs in the background like, I don't know what's happening. Sorry about this, guys. I'm mid-sermon here. Could you do it somewhere else, please? Anyway. <laughs> That's right. So uh, Halo 2 is next. All I remember is, right, there's this big final boss where all the floor, well, final level. They don't do final bosses much, do they? It's a big final level. No, there is still final boss. You fight the brute leader, don't you? Tartarus. Was that the yeah. end? Was it? Yeah, anyway. All, all the Covenant City or capital ship, whatever it is, has all been attacked by the flood. And you're running through the explosions, you're fighting everyone. And then you just kind of jump on a, some debris or a bomb or shit, and then you just fall down to Earth, and that's the end. It's like, oh. So you really don't remember Halo 2 at all, then, do you? <laughs> I seem to remember that bit very clearly. What happens? Does something else happen? Go on. No, it, like, you, Chief jumps on the forerunner ship that's in the middle of High Charity. Because yeah, there is the one of the prophets and a few of the Covenant forces are on it, yeah. so Chief gets fired across the thing with over there, having, and then he has to leave Cortana behind, because she's going to blow up High Charity because it's covered in the flood. Flood, mm, that's right. Yes. Yeah, and then meanwhile you're on the Ark <coughs> with um, Sergeant Johnson and the woman keys when you're playing as the arbiter lady keys and that's when you get the index and stop tartarus from from firing the arc yeah that's and then it gets to it gets to the end and it's like oh every all the other facilities are now in standby mode ready to fire and you're like oh fuck <laughs> and then it cuts back to earth chief and then that big ship arrives about to shoot on it and then Chief identifies himself, and he's like, why are you on that vessel? And he's like, sir, <laughs> finishing this fight. And then the credits roll. I seem to remember there was a bit where he fell to earth on some debris. Maybe I just imagined it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he jumps off that ship, and then crashes to earth at the start of Halo 3. Uh, there we go, then. <laughs> that makes a bit more sense, I suppose. Why had it really clear that he jumped on some debris? What the fuck was I thinking? You're thinking of fucking Titanic or something. <laughs> <laughs> Forward to Whale and Door. 117. No, Katana, come back. Katana. He rides some. Come back. He rides some debris on, on the, the start of Halo 2 when he jump, when he's giving the Covenant back his bomb. <laughs> Maybe I've just got those two scenes. Yeah, I was thinking he'd get that bomb onto the ship. It's a big fucking spiky thing. Why is it so spiky? It looks like a conker. Like a sea urchin or something. A <laughs> sea urchin? <laughs> Space urchin. <laughs> oh, Halo. You and your crazy stories and things have weird names like High Charity and the... I do I, I do agree with the ending, though, because it's like, finishing this fight, you're like, shit, yeah, i got one more level, and then it's like, <laughs> credits roll, wait for Halo 3. And it was like three years away. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. But Halo 3 was really good, though. I liked Halo yeah. 3. I've Probably played the through ones. them all again on the Master Chief Collection. The first one. Difficult to play through in this day and age. Which was the Halo that Tube phoned you up crying? The end of Halo 3, I think, because he thought Master Chief had died. Did you watch all of the credits, Tube? It's like, no, I couldn't. I was too upset. It's like, well, you see, you see at the end, he's putting stasis floating on half a ship. <laughs> Poor Tube. He got really emotionally invested in Master I grew Chief, up with him. That's right, yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I suppose Master Chief is a very deep character. No, I'm just being sarcastic. No, he's not that deep, is he? Anyway. He just has tell us about your next one, Craig. 
Yeah, sorry, sorry. I got too emotional after that. Half-Life. I definitely remember the end of Half-Life, so uh, I can talk about that one. <clears throat> so you go and fight the final boss in, in, in Zen, who's a big floating baby thing, whose head opens up, and you drop bombs into his head till he dies. And then you teleport onto a fucking train in the middle of Dimension X, and guess who's there? The G-Spot man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Mr. Freeman... Will you join us? Essentially. And if you say no, he summons a bunch of fucking aliens onto the train that kill you. And if you say yes. Chap out, Mr. Freeman. <laughs> no, he's the G-spot man. He's like, bend over and show me your bum bum. And then he, try, <laughs> then he tries to find your G-spot for you. With his and then, chap. And then Vito comes in and sucks you. I don't know. I'll go down that one again. But, uh, <laughs> then he gets but, yeah. the blue and he gets purple fizz out. He gets to me, uh, that's, um, if you wonder what the purple fizz is, purple fizz, listen to our drip tray Patreon content, it's definitely worth subscribing to, isn't it guys, hint hint. Yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. So that was Half-Life, it's a fucking shocking ending. In fact, I think Half-Life 2's ending was shit before they put the expansion packs in. In fact, that was shit with the expansion packs, it ended on a massive cliffhanger and they never released another one. So Half-Life, well done with the shit endings all the time. I can almost feel the fanboys coming for me, guys. If I go silent, they've got me, all right? Pixie Podcast coming for you. No, it's all right. I'll hear him breathing, remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you really, Pixie. <clears throat> so next up, we've got Far Cry 5. I think I spoke about the previous episode, didn't I? Yeah. <clears throat> That's a fucking... I've, I've, I've written for that, literally. What the fucking fuck is this fucking shit? Yeah. Because you go all the way through the game... Off. <coughs> eh? A newt goes off. So you have to yeah. go and live with, um, live with him in his little bomb shelter. Oh, I hated that ending. I hated Joseph Seed with a fucking passion. So when I finally got him down and I got about to arrest him, I was like, here we go, fucking dunsies. And then, oh, one last twist and the fucking newt goes off and you drive away. And then, yeah, he's still alive and he's fine. And it's like, now you live with me in my bunker because I'm an edgy Far Cry villain. And then it's the end. And it's like, what? What yeah, was this, the point in any of that? It leads straight to New Dawn, doesn't it? Well, New Dawn can lead straight to my fucking dick, because I thought it was fucking <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I started it, and I was like... Oh. sucks you up. Yeah, the Beatle comes sucks you up. <laughs> Go on, Ryan, you were saying. I was just saying this. I was a bit disappointed as well. Like, he had the big boss battle for him, and then all you do, you end up just living with him. And he's Doesn't he summon out of fucking magic as well? Yeah, he gets you high on the, on the what's it called, the bliss... Oh, yeah, and yeah. then all you, all the allies you made throughout the game turn on you and you have to keep knocking them down they're waking them back up again it's like an ex- exercise in shit multitasking <laughs> <clears throat> really disappointing ending I got all the way through the game rescued all my mates I was like yes I fucking saved them all apart from the marshal who we didn't save because I don't think you can but then I was like it's fucking sick and I arrested the guy I'm officially the best cop in the world and then boom fucking wanky ending not happy with that maybe fucking sick oh Far Cry 3, did somebody else add this one? Yeah, I did this one. Oh, go on, you. So, at the end of the game, you get you find uh, everyone you're looking for. So, Brody, you find, you find Lisa, you find the other cunts that you've been saving throughout <laughs> the game. Extreme sports cunts. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then you get the choice of either kill your girlfriend and then stay, stay on the island with Vassy's sister. Yeah. Citra. Yeah. Um, or... Kill Citra um, and leave. Try and escape. Yeah. Mm. So you. So if you kill, if you kill your, your girlfriend, um, you go off and you start fucking Citra, um, and then she stabs you and you die. 
Or you can try and free Lisa, you cut her down, and then you get killed and you die. Oh. And then they escape on a little boat. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you escaped as well on that part. No, I'm pretty sure you die. Cause anyway, all... it's, even if you live or die, all you see is a little boat slowly going to the horizon and the credits roll. Yeah. Like, I, oh, wow. fuck that. I want to know. Whether, I want to know whether he kept his powers after he left the island. Yeah, his magic <laughs> tattoos. Yeah, they just they just washed off in the shower and they lost them. His tattoo. Yeah, with the with the henna, they just wash off eventually. Yeah, it's like shit. I've lost all my powers now. I'm just regular extreme sports cunt Brody again, being chased across America by rogue cassowaries. <laughs> and of course, oh, yeah. and of course, Vito Scaletta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> swimming after him. <laughs> Just his lips above the water, like a dolphin's <laughs> blowhole. <laughs> anyway, what's next? I've, I've just added a couple more now. Um, <laughs> just wait for Stuart to get his composure. Go on. <laughs> uh, Norman Sky. Oh yeah, Norman Sky. So, obviously the game is like, oh, just do what you want, go explore and everything, but it, it tantal... It, tantalise you and teases you saying that you're so many miles and so many light years from the centre so it's like people are like oh I'm going to get to the centre maybe that's the end game you get to the centre and it just plays some music goes screen goes black and then you spawn in a new galaxy like what the fuck the fuck yeah really yeah <clears throat> that's, uh, just like the game itself it sounds like a load of overblown gash mm. and it, finally it's not too bad now it's got all its like, expansions and stuff yeah but it released like Six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the best, is it? Not the yeah. best. Um, I mean, I've got a question, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. If you go to the centre of the new galaxy, he's <laughs> Vito floating about. What are you fucking? Look <laughs> at Vito's fucking lips. Jesus. He gets to suck you off in a minute. Just there. Ooh, Ryan's offering to suck me off. It'd be like a dream come true for you. you... It fucking would. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like what? The most, the most handsome boy on the podcast attaching himself to my turgid length. <laughs> Stone hard leg. Stone hard. Muscle. Stone hard leg in Ryan's rock hard chin. <laughs> so, Seems like you thought about this a lot. I have. Yeah, I've written poetry about it. I'll share it with you one day. I think you should read some out now. Um, you've called me bluff, Stu. I've not actually got any. I need to write some. <laughs> Volume one. <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. Come on, what's next? Far Cry 5. Uh, Far Cry 5. Metal Gear Solid 5. Phantom Pain. Oh, go on. But it's dog shit, isn't it? So it turns, <laughs> out, it turns out you weren't even playing his big boss throughout, but some plastic surgery doppelganger. <laughs> and... Um, you then and when you get to the epilogue in quotes, you have to play through the intro again with the little with the crawling and all that, and then it's a, and then like it does a whole roll reverse and you're like oh but that was some that was big boss over there and he's gonna drive off on a motorbike. So it just uh, really so it just rubs the prologue back in your face again. And yeah, and all fifty hours that you've played so far because you've not even been so like big boss. And then uh, it's supposed to be some big reveal, but then it rolls the credits and there's loads of loose ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, um, obviously, famously, Konami and uh, Hideo Kojima fell out and they just, like, hmm. published the game and it wasn't finished or whatever. The game's a fucking mess. 
and it's still not sorted out today. So there's like this whole that's the whole thing of uh, child liquid snake there. Oh yeah. And then like whatever happened to him, whatever happened to this Cilantrothopus, or whatever it's called. Ah, it's just, just gash basically. Yeah. Why was the Cilantropus so much more advanced than Metal Gear Rex when it was the nineteen fucking sixties or something? Oh, eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, no, what? exactly. Yeah. The Cilantropus. What's the fuss Cilantropus? <coughs> Is it Metal Gear? Don Vito's lips. <laughs> no, we don't talk about Don Vito on the podcast. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we do Vito. talk about yeah. Vito Scarlet. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, say. Doesn't he become a Don though in Mafia Three? No, he doesn't. Oh, doesn't he? He doesn't. He becomes an underboss. Um. So, uh, yeah, what was I going to say? I was going to say, Slanthropus is like a Japanese mech-looking motherfucker, isn't it, Ryan? Yeah, it's just it's basically fully upright rather than hunched over like Metal Gear Rex. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking weird. So it's more Most... it's it's more advanced than that. And also, who else is in it? It's only fucking Ocelot's dad who's got the same voice actor. Oh, for fuck's sake. And looks exactly the same. I'm like, for fuck's sake. What's he called? Fucking cunty ocel tits or something. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not ocel. Otacon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So not, not like, yeah, so it's like... Hal, <laughs> is it Hal Emmerich is what it's called? Yeah. I think his name's fucking... Huey. Yeah, Huey Emmerich or something, isn't it? Yeah. He's like, just fuck fucking sake. Otacon again. He looks exactly the same as him as well. As soon as he was in it, I was like, for sake. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that woman in the cage that they just watch gyrate for a bit because she breathes through her skin or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't even get me fucking going. <clears throat> so, yeah. Any more shit endings we want to discuss? Uh, uh, that was my list. Did you do anything? No. All right, then. <clears throat> in those cases, I think it's time for something new. Something exciting. Well, not you, because we did it last week, but newish. It's time for you, our listeners, the people of Shark Select, to come forth and ask Ryan, the most handsome man in podcasting, a question. In a feature called, what's it called, Joe? Ask Ryan anything! Goddamn right. So here we are. What have we got for Ryan today, Stu? Right, so there's a couple, there's a few. We've got two from Steph at FEJ Gannon on Twitter. Steph wants to know, has Ryan considered the possibility that his weirdly intense dislike of Tails the Fox is because he's he's the younger brother and therefore never got to be Sonic? No, I just don't like Tails because he wears fucking bum plugs. Foxes don't have two tails. That's why I don't like him. Right, there you go. <laughs> that, that, and he's just a cunt when you play on Sonic 2 anyway, isn't he? Just getting in the way all the time. Gets you killed, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. Gets you killed, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay. Actual liability. <laughs> part two of that of this question. Well, it's the second question. Um, would you have a, rather have a vagina on your chest or dicks down your back like a stegosaurus? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, come on, Ryan. Uh, I'm guessing dicks on my back, and then I can spray people like a defense mechanism and run away. <laughs> <laughs> would they always be turgid, or would they be like wind socks sometimes? Yeah, you have to think they just it get around. Depends what I'm depends what I'm doing, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it depends how angry you are. <laughs> if angry or if you're like horny, you're like, oh my yeah. back dicks are getting erect. That's Ryan's secret though, Stu. He's always horny. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's a couple of other ones. There's one from 
Justin at Lit Gaming Arena. Um, he wants to know if you would grapefruit, grapefruit, or tractor pull, Pikachu, Megaton, uh, sorry, Pikachu, Mega Man, and Goku. Ooh. So two grapefruits and a tractor pull. Uh, who was it? Pikachu, Mega Man, Goku. Mega Man. Uh, I want Goku to rip my dick off with a tractor pull. <laughs> <laughs> Go Super Saiyan and tractor pull you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I feel like, I'm not saying I've got like a, a huge member, but Pikachu's only little, so I might tear him in half. <laughs> you'd have to like, you'd have to like wrap him in duct tape. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Rossi's hamster. <laughs> yeah, 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 like Rossi's hamster to keep him to keep him together. <laughs> So then I'm guessing like Mega Man and Pikachu get grapefruited. <laughs> See, I personally, I think I'd try to track to pull Pikachu because you'd get a real shocker, wouldn't you? <clears throat> cast thunder, cast thunder! <laughs> yeah, but like I said, you'd, you'd rip him in half, wouldn't you? I definitely would. It'd be good, though. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, David rated, rated G for gamers. Wants to know if Ryan had to lose one of his five senses, which one would it be? That's easy smell because I've got one on anyway. <laughs> All right, well, one of your four senses. Yeah, uh. one of the ones you've still got. <laughs> uh, what's that? Look, hearing, <laughs> hearing, hearing, eyesight, touch, taste. Uh, I probably, I probably give up taste. Then you could just you did eat that a long time ago. Oy, oy. Wow, wow. <laughs> so then you could um, you could give up if you give up taste. You could just happily just eat gruel or the whatever whatever your body gruel. needs. Yeah, you could yes. like what what the hell is this thing you've got here? This is everything my body needs for the day. Ugh, yeah. Done. You could eat baby food like Robocop. Exactly, <laughs> and you'd still have everything else that you need. Ryan Cop. Exactly. I think that was it for this week. Oh, well, that's very good. Were they not off Master Fenric? I don't know why. Did you send me one, did you? Or did he send me one? I think he might have done. Best double check. I'm not seeing one, then. Well, maybe he didn't send you one this week. He, he, I'm sure he keeps trying to send them to you, you know. I've heard him talking to Master Cumrag in the corridor. Apparently Ryan's not returning his phone calls. <clears throat> like, literally, he works in the same school. You think he could just come and knock on the door? But no, because he's the headmaster. He's got too many important things to do. He's got a new phoenix called Fox. Phoenix it's called Fox? Yeah, fucks the phoenix. I don't know whether he fucks the phoenix, or if it's just called fucks the phoenix, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to find out, I suppose. Could be a future adventure for us. So, leading on from Ask Ryan Anything, I, it's time for me to ask Ryan a question. Are you ready, Ryan? I'm busy. <laughs> Come back later. <laughs> I, 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 I'll ask it anyway, because this is what we do on Shout Select. Do you, what do you think of surprises? I like them. <clears throat> do you don't suppose you were... Uh, have a surprise for me in studio. Yeah, I've got I've got two two surprises. Maybe, well, maybe one, but we'll go with two. GTFO. That sounds like a full present for us. Why don't you tell us, yeah. the lovely listeners, what surprises you've got for us this week? Yeah. Uh, so whilst <coughs> I still have bad sex in fiction to read out for you. Oh yeah. Um, I also have got some names for various gritting volumes throughout the UK. Okay. 
Yeah, so just because they made me laugh, so I thought I'm going to write these down. And then, Which one are you going to lead with? Uh, so this one is with the gritting lyrics. I'm going to go with those first. Go so on. I'm just going to I'm just going to read them out. It won't take long, but they're pretty funny. So <coughs> we've got uh, David Plowy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spready Mercury. <laughs> um, Sir Andy Flurry. <laughs> Luke Snowwalker. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Gritalica. You say insult. You say insult, yeah. Yeah. Nicole Saltslinger. Um, Britney Spears. <laughs> Fuck hell. Um, Penelope Gritstop. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Grittle Mix. <laughs> uh, Han Snowlow. <laughs> I like that one. And uh, you've got Yes Sir Ice Can Boogie. <laughs> Uh, you're a you're a blizzard, Harry. <laughs> Gagarin. And uh, finally, we have itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow anti slip machinery. Oh, that one's good. I like that one. That, you saved the best to last there. I did, yeah. So my question to you is: If you had a gritting lorry, what would you call it? Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. I'm trying to think of one. Veto's uh, um, lips. <laughs> I was trying to think of a veto one as well. Uh, um, maybe call it assault and battery. Uh, something like that. Uh, Sorry about um, ploughing. Assault plow. 45. Yeah, plow. 45. Uh, come on, think of some more. Um... um um, nah, Pixie like, Podcast. Thought, why would you call it Pixie Podcast? Because it's full of salt. Because it's salty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Stu. Well done. You managed to get a dig in there whilst you're at it. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Uh, I know. But now it's time. We turned down the lights, lit a few candles, sat on some comfy chairs by the fire, and I read you some. Dirty sex, bad. Bleh. I read you some bad sex in fiction. That's what I was trying to say. Dirty sex, bad times. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, Ryan. Go ahead when you are ready, my friend. All right, here we go then. So this is uh, Keek Araki Karaguchi, Karaguchi, author of the book of Cain and Margaret. Okay. <clears throat> Kane and Margaret put out their lights at six o'clock. Uh, sorry, at six o'clock. Then at ten o'clock, they revived. They revived to fuck each other with everything they assumed was the power and frenzy of a newly married couple. Blimey! Some nights, Kane wrote a script. Margaret insisted that insisted that Nakamura's and Ota's hear them out. Hear, oh, sorry, hear them calling out disturbing things to each other. She claimed she was out to spoil their libidos. 
You feel so tight, Kane yelled. God, a woman of your age still tight as a baby kitten. What? What? Not so deep, Margaret claimed. I'm getting raw. I'm raw as an open wound. You're making ground hamburger of me. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) (coughs) My libido would be shot by now. That's a fucking Uh sound. I know. I know. Uh, What's that smell? Something in here smells like tanning oil and bleach. (laughs) Dick, sorry. On on nights, Kane and Margaret felt too tired to make love. They lay beside each other and groaned loudly until they fell back asleep. Over time, as it as it felt a bright oh, sorry, over time as it felt a bit insincere to groan without touching, they held hands until their groans reverted back to snores. What? Short, shortly after the start of their routine, the two slept soundly enough so other couples never reawakened them. I don't know what that second sentence was all about, but why would they? Yeah. Why next each other just uh uh uh. <laughs> Vito, stop. Uh. <laughs> Joe, stop it. Oh, come on, Vito. I don't want to do it, Vito. What a pair of cunts. They were awful. Like, oh, let's just put people off by being really weird. Let's talk about fucking a kitten. It's like, that was horrible, Ryan. That was really awful. Good find. Well done. It's don't thank me. It's uh, Dave Kuby, I thank. He uh, sent me course. a friend of the podcast, of course, the Dave Cooper Cooper. At Deluxe Man on Twitter, because he is a deluxe man. I've also... <laughs> So before we go to the next segment of uh, the random game we played on Gay Pass last week. Gay Pass. Yeah, I've got some exclusive breaking news. I don't know how old it is, but I'm going to read it anyway. Go ahead, son. So Cobra Kai and Deadpool writers teaming up for a Twisted Metal film. Ooh. Oh, hello. I know, Could be yeah. interesting. Could be interesting. Could be, yeah. yeah. <coughs> so apparently Sony is moving ahead with its adaptation of PlayStation's Twisted Metal. Um, with some high-profile names behind the project. So Cobra Kai writer Michael Jonathan Smith will serve Mm -hmm. as showrunner and lead writer for the series. Oh, maybe TV series then. Smith will also serve as one of the executive producers for Twisted Metal and team up with Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, the writing duo behind both Deadpool and Zombieland films. That's chops, that is. Interesting, interesting. Right, chaps. Writing chops. Writing chops. chops. <coughs> writing chaps in hand. Um, yeah, okay, that sounds really interesting. I mean, as he's in, as he's cast for every role these days, would you have Tom Holland as Sweet Tooth? I was going to say, I thought Pedro Pascal probably end up being one in there somewhere. He probably will at the moment. Tom Holland and Pedro, Pedro Pascal are Sweet Tooth together. Um, which reminds me, they're making a the fucking Last of Us movie, aren't they, as well? Of course. It's going to be the best, best movie best ever game made. ever made. Yeah, best, best game ever made. made. Best movie it's ever got, made. It's going to be so emotional that when you finish, you'll be to put it in internet parlance, bawling. You'll finish it and you'll be bawling. Um, but there better not be a girl with muscles, or people will be angry. <laughs> Just to sum it up, <laughs> Pedro Pascal is Ellie in The Last of Us. Tom Holland plays Joel, obviously. <clears throat> He's playing Uncharted cunt, isn't he? Yeah. It's just going to be yeah. Indiana Jones, but with a sassier sense of humour, isn't it? Pretty much. <coughs> but there we go. Okay, that's a really interesting bit of news. They're making a lot of adaptations at the moment, aren't they? For better or worse. As long as it's not as bad as Hitman, we're all right. So, what's next, guys? 
we've got a quick trip to uh, Old Man Lockout and then oh, we can do a flashback this. to what we've done this <coughs> week. Old Man Lockout wants us again. I think he wants you more than anyone at the moment. Yeah, he, he keeps... He, he, so, I'm sorry, I ain't up Ryan's crotch. Are we going to talk about the um, games we've played last week yet, though? If we do that now, before we go and see Lockout, we probably should, shouldn't we? Yeah. <clears throat> Otherwise, you know what it's got to do to us. Right, go on then. So last week... Last week, of, yeah. Go on, Ryan, yeah. You last week, using the power of my surprise me button on the Xbox Game Pass with PC, we chose... Uh, um, What's it, Gabe? What's it called? Fucking Mountain Blade Warband. Yeah, Mountain Blade Warband came up, so we thought we'd try that. We've all played it this week. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you what we thought. Going to sum it up really quick. Well, really quickly. Quickly, yep. really quickly. I'm going to really sum it up, and I'm going to say Pap. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, to... um, on, so right, using sorry. the original score, um, when you played it. Were you stone hard leg, turgid, veiny, chub, semi lobber, peeping interest, or inverted? Mm-hmm. So it's not really one of my. It doesn't look like one of my games anyway. Peeping interest. And playing it, <laughs> I'm gonna say I was pretty much inverted. I peeped interest a little bit playing it, and then I realised it was not very good, and then I went back to inverted and stopped playing it. Yeah. So I inverted so hard it came out my anus. It was one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. It, the graphics look like it's from 1997. Yeah, it uh, looks like a PlayStation 2 game, doesn't it? Worse than that. It looks like something from like a PS1 game almost. <coughs> right, yeah. And I went, Can I just tell you my adventure? Yeah. What happened in the game? So it starts off, you do a training mission, yeah? And you're wandering, you're like, hello, I'm a peasant, and you've got like a little bull haircut, and you go and talk to a man, and he says, do you have a sword fight to practice? Yeah, go ahead, son. So I have a little sword fight. Cluck, cluck, cluck. Block his blows. Hit him a bit. All right, fine. That's good. And then you get on the horse. Yeah? So I rode around a, 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 a track for ages, trying to hit a target with a lance. Missed every time. Probably just me being shit. I don't know. So I had to keep circling the horse back around. It's got the turning circle of a fucking battleship. <coughs> so I kept missing the target anyway. Tried to... It's fucking annoying! And then a man rode past me with a dagger in his hand, like he was practicing horse horseback combat with a fucking dagger. And as he rode past, as he rode past me, his body twisted 180 degrees on his legs, so he was looking right back at me. And he just brandished the knife at me like yeah, and then rode off. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the fuck has just happened? And that was the highlight of the game for me. After that, I went to do some archery practice, pick up a pick up a bow and arrow. And the guy says, right, go and do some practice on the targets. And up the road, there's three massive targets. Yeah? Sweet, man. So I'm there for ages, whacking arrows into these targets. Like, there's not fucking doing out of this. Should he activate the checkpoint or something? So I walk back down to the bloke to see if I've missed something. And there's three tiny targets on the other side of the fence with arrows on them. It's like, fuck's sake! You said targets, not coconuts on a fucking stick. Mm-hmm. And then I got so I persevered. Persevered, got past the training mission. He invented my character. I was um, someone from the steppe who became a troubadour just for a laugh. <clears throat> like a performing um, performing Mongol soldier or something. And then I went into the first town. Some guy was like, Eah! and ran at me with a sword. It's like, the fuck does he want? I'm not done out. So I shot him with my crossbow in the face at point blank range. Still missed him. And then, yeah, oh. I clobbered him, with, clobbered him with my sword and killed him. And then the merchant wanted me to go somewhere and thought, fuck this, I'm quit. Yeah, so I got a little bit further than you. 
I got to the merchant bit, got the first quest. We had to, we had, you have to go and find five men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like some, men, some, yeah. some sort of orgy or something. Find me five yep. men. So <laughs> I was, I was a, I was a blonde haired, bold cut fella <laughs> with a massive mustache. <laughs> Found my five men. And then I entered this tournament. I got a little bit further in the tournament and then, um, I died. And then it said like, and then it's, I, had, I had seven men in my army, and then I couldn't find the guy to go back to to hand in the quest. <laughs> so I was like, this is dog shit. And then I turned it off. Yeah, yeah the, the quest sh- log's fucking awful. It's like Morrowind quest log. Oh, yeah. Just has town names and no waypoints. Yeah. But the thing is, like, um, where's it gone? Like, so I had a quick look in it as well. It came out in 2010. On the Xbox and PlayStation 4 and everything. Fuck yeah, now. It was probably out uh, before then on PC. It was PC <coughs> game for ages first. Yeah. Well, 20, 20 years. And then... Um, so I was having a, a look a little look on that. It's got 10 out of 10 on Steam and 96% of the users like this game. Fucking so hell. it's a um, standalone expansion pack announced in January 2009 and came out in March the, thir- March the 30th, 2010. Terrible, terrible. The highlight for me was the man twisting 180 degrees with his dagger. So did you not? Did you not get into any of the big combats in it? I did. I did a skirmish and played as some like Viking fella. Yeah, but the combat feels very. uh, It's non impactful. Yeah, it's float. Yeah, Mm. floaty. Don't know. I quite enjoy the combat in it, especially like when you're on horseback and you've got a big fucking sword or an axe and just like. You have to time your uh, swings at the right time, and you just go around decapitating people. I just thought it was fucking dog shit. <laughs> Wasn't a fan. And you know me, I normally like shit like that, but no. Yeah, it's just a bit floaty and slow, I think. And like, yeah, and, I think- uh, and then it just jumped to clicking on menus. There's a new one coming out soon. But um, when it gets to the um, when it actually opens up, you can basically just do whatever you want. You can get to the point where you like you take over the kingdoms and stuff. Yeah, you can become king. Yeah, got me about them being tw- tw- twisty, wasted dagger man. Glenn, yeah, and you can get all the different followers and stuff, and they train your army, and you have to <laughs> keep your army fed, and it's pretty in depth. Mm. Well, I think it's yeah. just not aged well at all. I think it's pretty in depth, but so's work. I don't, I don't enjoy that that much either. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, the original came out in two thousand and eight. So looking back now, it's already thirteen years old. It's just not aged well. No, it wouldn't look good in two thousand eight. If you think of games that came out then, mm. that was well into the three sixty. Like it was a, just a PC Master Race game for ages, wasn't it? Fucking hell! If that's what the PC Master Race enjoyed, then I'm happy with the console. So yeah. Inverted all around then. I think Stu sounds like he liked it more than you, more than me and Ryan. I got, I played quite a bit. Well, I'll say quite a bit, a couple more hours than you two did. How would you rate it then? I don't know. It was good back in the day when I when I when it first came out and I got the expansion on PC and you had a trainer. It was a lot of fun then. But playing it without cheats on a console, just yeah. What are you think? Thirteen years after it was released, probably. Yeah, pretty inverted. So it's definitely a not recommend from Shouts Out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, don't play that one then. So Ryan, using the wheel of spiniosity, 
what have you got for us on Gape Ass for next week or this week or whatever? So this week we have. Streets of Rogue. Dun, dun, dun. By what? Tiny Build. What's this? What kind of game that is? Let's we'll find out. We'll have to find out, won't we? Yeah. yeah. It's action, action and adventure, pixel art sort of thing. Oh, okay. Okay, there's a lot of them about. No. <clears throat> Let's see how it does. To be honest, it, be... it doesn't really look like my cup of tea to start with, but we'll see. Yeah, you never know, do you? You never know until you get your big old turgid boy out and put it in there. <laughs> so, on that note... <laughs> Stu's gone again. <laughs> on that note, shall we uh, tell the listeners what's been happening at Cockwart School for Privileged Wizards this week? Well, we better go and see Lockout before he comes looking for Oh, shit, for you. yeah. Sorry, yeah. He, he's, probably, he, he's probably tapping his foot waiting for us. Let's head down there and find him. Like Sonic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I didn't hear your scamps coming. Don't oh, sneak up on an old man like that. Well, well, well. Still got your thumbs up your bums, I see. Well, pop, pop them out and come and grab an instrument for your music lesson with old man Lockout. Winstolf, grab yep. hold of my purple oboe and play me a merry ditty. Very well, <laughs> sir. What's happening? Oh, you silly boy. You're supposed to blow on it, not suck. Oh, shit, sorry. Oh, wait. Actually... Oh, let's make sweet music together. No, 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 no. Stop, stop. Before Sorry. we start all this, I have a quick Sorry. music quiz for you. Let me dust off my old Yamaha keyboard again and play some music from a retro game. Now, can you tell me what game this is from? And one, and two, and three, and... That's a tough one, isn't it? Very tough. They're all tough. It's funky, though, isn't it? (laughs) Well done. Well done. If you said Treasure Island Dizzy, Published by Codemasters for the ZX Spectrum in 1988, then you win 10 points for Bombindor. But if you guess incorrectly, then you're an absolute ruddy idiot and must stay behind after class and finger my strings. Now get out of here, you scamps. No doubt those wizards will be wondering what you're up to. Go on now, bugger off. So as usual, I feel oh. a bit violated. He made me suck off. I <laughs> did, yeah, this purple obo. I got a yeah. feeling though he wants he wants wants me to pluck his banjo strings. I think he does, yeah. You know when I was sucking him off, did you guys see an Italian American man in the brown leather jacket in the background? I saw him peeping through a window, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's a bit weird, wasn't it? <laughs> but it's not like a fifties haircut. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, a bit of a greaser. Yeah, he looked a bit familiar, but I can't think where I've seen him before. Yeah. Well How can we just not know what the, the, the schools are they're um, houses, houses, yeah. I don't know. I don't Does he even work he's... here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, his classroom looks a bit like a random storeroom. Yeah, there's not really instruments in there either. 
Yeah, and when we opened the door, he gave us a panicked look, like he was th- expecting somebody else to come in and tell him off. Yeah. Hmm. I keep an eye on this old man lockout character. He seems a bit mysterious to me. Yeah, like he's considering not... he's not even a wizard as well. I've not seen him cast any spells, put it that way. Yeah. His fucking chopper in my mouth wasn't a spell. It's very disappointing. <laughs> Still got a pube in my teeth. So, <clears throat> for the next uh, element... To whilst I wash the taste out of my mouth, why don't we uh, use the crystal ball here to show the listeners what we've been up to this week at Cockwards? Sound like a plan? Give a good rub. Yeah, well, today, just to fill people in before we start, we um, we actually took part in our first Quidditch game, didn't we? We did. We did. Very sore. And so the crystal ball seems to have caught the commentary from Master Fen- Masters Fenrir, Cumreg, and Master Wizard, our old captors. Sounds like they were running the commentary. So let's find out what happened. season opener of the National Quidditch League, hosted right here in Hogwarts Castle grounds. I'm your host and headmaster, Fenrig, aka Pictic. Let's see who is in the lineup today. For Slytherin, we have the school's sexiest wizard and possibly evil villain, Drake Bro Fuckboy, and his two stoolies, Gucci and Cumstain. The Slytherin captain is Bad Teeth Magoo, and the other players aren't worth mentioning as they're totally bland. Dripping Hall, we have the other sexiest Mr. Dinkoffwatch, Brian, with his own stoolies, Craig and Stu. Alongside them, a captain, all of my wood, and, again, two uninteresting side characters I won't mention again. Master Gumrag, what's your predictions? Oh, I love it, when that beater gets attached to the genitalia. Not what I asked, but okay. Master Wizard, your thoughts? Ah, yes, my money is on Dripping Hall. Those who used to keep it the sheds pretty key to win the... Yes, it just went... Just went when it latches on. It doesn't stop until we win the Vinegar Strokes. And there's something very exciting about watching the juices. Thank you, Master Comrade. Thank you. Fuck off the talk. Now I need to get the disclaimer. Remember, everyone, Cockwood only has an adult students. We practice necromancy, sorcery, but never nonsery. Anyway, here we go! Wow, look at them go. Those brooms are shoved right up there, and those players zooming around. What's this? Looks like an ass bulger has hammered one of those forgettable dripping haw ones off their broom. Oh dear, that's got to hurt. Where's the beaters? Enough with the beaters, Comrade, you dirty old man. Oh, sorry. Would you look at that? Looks like Footboy is taunting Ryan. Let's eavesdrop using magic. Nice flying, come on. You'll never win, though. We're the best team in the world, and my daddy works for Nintendo. Oh, yeah, you want a fucking bag? And what does Nintendo have to do with anything? Your face, that's what. I hope you land fully on that broom when it punctures your man wound. 
gonna punch your fucking man wound, you awful cunt. You have the insult range of a six-year-old. Oh look, Riot's now chasing Fuckboy around the pitch. Meanwhile, it looks like Gooch has scored a goal. Well done, Slytherin. Yes, you're really hotting up. Let's have an ad from our sponsors. Hello there, Gagrid here. Have you ever had trouble with pesky lurkers hanging around your premises? Well, why not hire a tentacle dick plant from your old pal Gagrid? They're fast, mean, and can penetrate through up to six inches of solid armour plating. Best of all, once they find their target, they don't leave until they leave a spore deposit, and... Oh, grim. I should not have said that. Oh, oh, look! The beta got my goo! Look! <laughs> he's trying to get it off, but it's all over his... He's got me skin! He's got me skin! Ah! Oh, and the Slytherin captain is disqualified after sending pearlescent thick ropes down onto the pitch to help the grass grow. What a shame. But look, Fuckboy and Ryan are now chasing the golden bitch. Remember, if you catch it, the game is over and you win. Indeed. If you can withstand its catty, un uncalled for comments, let's listen in. Oh, here comes Ryan. Sure, he's handsome, but fleecy jackets and cargo pants are so 2005. Who are you trying to impress, Bear Grylls? Hey, fuck you, this is comfortable. <laughs> yes, you dress like a cum, and you probably fancy a girl. Oh no, look, here's Fuckboy, the lamest parody of all time. Listen to his shit insults. Shame you get fuck all meaningful character development. Preposterous, I'm going to tell my dad. <laughs> Ouch, look at that. Fuckboy was busy being mad that he crashed into a wooden beam. What a stupid, stupid little cunt. Proud of him now, Professor Gape? No. And that's it. It's over. Ryan has caught the bitch. What a fantastic result. The crowd goes wild. Well, so that was an interesting day, wasn't it, guys? It was, yeah. Ryan caught the cold and bitch. How, how did you do it, Ryan? Oh, just, um, you have to just put up with the insults, but after a while you can get close enough just to grab him. It really fucking took down a fuckboy, didn't it, little cunt? Uh, that's the idea. It distracts you enough so you're not focusing, and then he like, crashed into that beam and nearly brought down one of the uh, stadium stands. Yeah. I don't know why, why they called him a parody. A parody of what? No, I don't know. Do you think about, there's no other wizard in the universe with a character like that in it? God. <clears throat> don't what it's on about. So anyway... Yeah, this has been Shark Select. Yeah, let me tell you about things that we do at the end of the podcast. <clears throat> if you enjoy what we do, then please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Cephalopod, mm-hmm, or whatever other podcast service you use to help us reach more people. Also, join us on Discord, where you can chat to other fans of the podcast and help get through your trauma together. If you really enjoy what we do and would like to check out our extra drip tray episodes, considered too extreme for the regular podcast by scholars, then why not join our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Select. Finally, we can be reached on Twitter and all other socials should you want to suggest content or just have a lovely chat. Just search for Shart Select Pod. Yeah! <coughs> I think that's it, guys, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you get four episodes a month. Four episodes a month for your two dollars, and all previous episodes, which is up to like thirty-two or something now. Yeah. 
Yes, there's a lot to listen to. I'm all going to say is don't listen to it in public or around, around your parents or around your parents. Yeah, definitely I'd have, have headphones in. Yeah, keep it away from children. Yeah, children, people of a delicate disposition, uh, people with standards. <coughs> just be careful, just listen to it in private in the dark room. It's the best way around. Chapping and is optional, or indeed genitalia of choice. Yeah, and help you break through your anal barriers. Yes, that's true, that's something we looked into in the Snake Pit Train. Not the first one, but certainly looking into it. <coughs> really right. Oh. Yeah, anyway, let's say bye quick. Let's say bye quick. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye. 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 Yeah, 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 bye.